Welcome to episode seven of Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon. My name is Brandon Jewell. Right to my left, I've got Brandon Green. Hey, actually, it's episode 007. Nice. That was a gun shooting you. To my right, I have our guest for today, Mr. Wayne Ingraham. How you doing? I'm doing good. You? Uh, I don't care. It does not matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Uh, So, we have got a good show today. We are going you to... You say that, but well, let's, let's see how it unfolds. We hope to have I, a good show today. I, I might have to re-record this and be, and then put it at the beginning of the podcast where I go, we have a mediocre, mediocre. show oh, today. Nice. nice. That, uh, that just made it good, the fact that we both thought mediocre. Ah, uh, see, now we can't get rid of it. Oh. So no matter how mediocre our show is, we have to keep the when original I, beginning. That's true. When I hear the word mediocre, I think of a meaty ogre. <laughs> Arr, I'm a mediocre <laughs> or something. Which leads us to our first sponsor. <laughs> Indeed it does. Labia Majora's Mask, a game about Zelda's visit to the OBGYN. <laughs> There's one high rule to feminine hygiene. Wow. Getting right into our fake sponsors. I like it. Yeah, we want to thank them for not making this possible. Yeah, they didn't do anything. Let's just be honest. Our, I'm, you know what? I'm, wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's rewind that real quick. What is that game called again? One more time. Labia Majora's Mask. Mm. <laughs> okay. Our uh, our uh, second. Our lips are sealed. Yes. On that one. <laughs> God. Our second fake sponsor is Hogs for Dogs, dog kibble with shreds of real pig meat in it. It's the closest you can ever get to porking your dog. Thank you, Hogs for Dogs. Thank you. Uh, check out their website at hogsfordogs.com. Just Clear your browsing history afterwards in case you go to one. In case, yeah, you have a girlfriend or wife. Yeah. Also, we want to thank, we're going for the rare triple play today because this episode is so fantastic. It needs three sponsors to make it possible. Wait, if it's so fantastic, we should have four. Really? Fantastic four. Nope. Didn't bite on that one. <laughs> Damn it. We want you to went th- down in flames with that one. Yeah, in uh... fuego. We want to thank Amigos and Speedos. It's the riveting biography of the 2012 Mexican national swim team and their enduring friendships. Your piso will be muy mojado after reading this inspi- <laughs> after reading this inspirational biopic. Check out Amigos and Speedos. Oh, I, I heard that won some uh, awards in Cannes Film Festival. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, it's a book, isn't it? It is a book, but... Um, I heard that won some awards at the... Cannes Book Festival, <laughs> which is like next door to the film festival. Yeah. It's it's less. Anyone known. who couldn't get into the film festival goes yeah. to the book. Festival. It's held at a Barnes and Nobles. Just it really down the is. Road. It's really not that big of a deal. Their tagline is "The Book Fest is better." Yes, the book is always better. The book is always the book fest. Nice. is always better. Good contribution, Wayne. We like having you so far. Yeah, so far so good. We're not going to kick you off. So we've got an awesome show where we are going to jump right into what will be our topic of the week, which is where we are going to discuss old school retro games. Topic of the week. Shit. So here's how it's going to happen. We are going to discuss some of the best retro games of all time. Now there's, uh, by by retro, we've got to set a date. So this means yeah. before 1995. And so we're going to discuss and narrow it down, and we, between the three of us, are going to create a top 10. And we thought this would be the perfect topic because we have Wayne, our resident retro game expert. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so we're all in agreement. Yeah. How do we proceed from here? Sure, doctor. Thanks. So... Let's start it out this way. Why don't we just kind of go around the horn, mm-hmm. and we'll each mention a game that we think should be somewhere on this top 10 list. And then when we've all listed and discussed, you know, about maybe four or five each, we can narrow, narrow it, down. it down into a one, one top 10 list. Sound good? I will apply Good. my knowledge to that theory. I want to throw the floor over to Wayne, our retro gaming expert, because if anybody's going to have a good suggestion as our very, very first one, it would be him. Go. No pressure. Uh, I would definitely say Donkey Kong. 
the original old school? Yeah, arcade game. Uh, it is a simple and fun game. It's approachable, but at the same time, it is insanely hard. It- that's I was just gonna say I didn't want to cut you off and I thank you for saying it because that was the first thing that comes to mind is the difficulty curve especially when let's face it what we're like eight six seven something yeah. like that when we're playing it for the first time yeah that gobbled me quarters yes. hard and fast mm, yes quarters laundry didn't get done because of that game <laughs> if you're six or seven you're not going to the laundromat and putting your own quarters into your laundry no but you're stealing from your parents change drawer Good or their, their laundry coin supply <laughs> depot what about you Brandon what are you uh what are you what what are you fueling? What what about you, Brandon? What are you bringing to the table? <laughs> so um, I'm gonna go for one that we're all gonna know and like, and I guarantee will be on our top ten: the original Super Mario Brothers. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So we went from Jumpman. Yeah. Right in Donkey Kong. Good point. Then that same character became Mario in Super Mario Brothers. And can I say something about that too? No. Oh, okay. No, you uh, can't. Okay, now you can. Yeah. <laughs> no, I forgot what game was. No, uh, uh, Super Mario Brothers uh, is going to be inherently just a liked game because it came with Nintendo console, right? Um, however, it's one of those games that has stood the test of time. Uh, you look at Sega yeah, totally. um, when they had Master Drive, uh, they had Alex Kidd as their remember their, um, their mascot, their 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 game flagship game. And no one knows of that game really anymore, no. um, except some hardcores like Brandon over there. Um, but now Which it's the, the green-shirted one. The, the one with green. the name. That, that's why you could tell me apart. Yeah, I did this for you. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Um, it's one of those games where you can throw it in and you're going to find someone who's going to say, oh, I love that game and can play it. And what we might have forgot to mention earlier is that arcade games are free to yes. put in this discussion as well. Yeah, whether it's an arcade cabinet or a home console yeah, because or on the computer. He, he mentioned Donkey Kong, but I just think we should say that, yes, we are including uh, arcade games. Yes, we're including oh, console games. And like you said, uh, PC games. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, I'm just... This isn't my official entry, but I remember uh, LucasArts was... When I got into All PC those gaming... All point and clicks. Yeah, they were Sam and Max, yeah. Day of the Tentacle. They were freaking amazing. I'm going to actually say... Uh, speaking of PC, I'm going to offer up Doom. You don't have to be politically yes. correct here. Okay, but you kind of derailed what I just said. Doom. Cool. Doom, yeah. <laughs> I love Doom. Uh, I will for always and ever be a super shoddy fan. I just love, and I love the reloading animation. I just, I wanted a shotgun after Doom, but not to like go shoot up things, just yeah, to like sure. cock and lock, you know? <laughs> That's what you call it. Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. But yeah, Doom, and to a lesser extent, just only slightly lesser, Doom 2, but really, you got to give the props to the Catalyst and the the original, and that's why I'm going to say Doom. And maybe Duke Nukem or Wolfenstein, or... I, I enjoyed both of those, okay. but for me, the biggest impact and the most I played a game was was Doom. Fair enough. Yeah. Wayne. Yes. Let's hear me. your Let's hear your second one. Well, first, I want to also say, too, uh, to, to Brandon, the other Brandon, the green-shirted Brandon. Yeah, you remember who's the other Brandon. Yes. Um, I wanted to uh, dovetail on to something he said about the arcade versus consoles. Um, when I say Donkey Kong, I mean the arcade one. The The console one is just not good at all. Um, and with arcade games, they're, they're made to eat your quarters, right? So they're going to be way harder than console games nine out of ten times. Um, whereas console games are going to be more challenging, but at the same time, easier to play. So, um, the, one of the things that draws me in with Donkey Kong is that it is approachable, but it is very hard and challenging. So, uh, I'm going to say Donkey Kong, the arcade. I want to specify the arcade. Good call. Yeah, no, good. Good. So, uh, what's your next game though? What's your next retro game that you want to put on the list? Ooh, uh, should I, I I think maybe Pac-Man just in that. Everyone liked Pac-Man, especially the cocktail table cabinets. Yeah. Those oh, are man. awesome. They were in every pizza joint growing up, and it was just like, Dad, Mom, can I have some quarters? Uh, I need to play this game. Completely agree. Yeah. yeah, and they were in a lot of bars, because I remember because uh, I'd be in the bars with my parents. I'd be like, Mom, Dad, <laughs> can I borrow some quarters? And they'd be like, get out of here, you little runt. And they'd put their cigarette out on my forehead. 
Oh yeah, I can see that now. Yeah, yeah. I always just thought that was acne. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Um, good, good, uh, good job. <laughs> good <laughs> job speaking about <laughs> words. <laughs> okay, first thing actually. So you'd mentioned Pac-Man. Is it worth mentioning Miss Pac-Man, which is sometimes seen as the better one in the series, or do we want to go and stick with the original Pac-Man, which started the whole? pac-man series i think the gameplay in ms pac-man is probably better because it's had more time to refine it but as far as recognition and just mascot i think you have to go pac-man yeah and i i just said it because i'm a misogynist asshole but uh oh. miss pac-man definitely is a better gameplay you are a misogynist asshole which is weird because miss pac-man cost a quarter so she didn't get 73 percent less than the, her male counterpart. See? So I would like to use that as a point. Yeah, a counterpoint. Yeah. To, point, counterpoint. Yeah. To the gender pay inequality bridge gap. So shut up, women. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. None of them are listening to this no, anyway. They no. don't listen to this podcast. Um, the women I know that I actually said, oh, you should listen to our podcast. Uh, they were like, yeah, we started listening to it. And then you started talking about video games and we, I just turned it off. <laughs> and I was like, well, fuck, just fast forward through that. Mm. Um, okay, so my next one is, uh, oh God, I, I can't wait until this, uh, this movie comes out, Tetris. What? <laughs> not choose, not your choice, but yeah, that's right. Oh, I forgot. to drop it on us. Obviously, obviously, um, I think that, uh, the Tetris movie is the stupidest idea in history. And we can talk about that maybe another day, maybe later this podcast, but yes, they are making We can always hope that it gets canceled. Um, but... Originally, the Tetris game has sold more copies than any other game in history by far. And it, uh, as far as puzzle games, I mean, it was breakthrough. And so will the movie. It's clear to be a blockbuster. No. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice one. Uh, Wayne is our, also our, our resident uh, pun master. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> it won't make it to my resume. Trust me. I think that's awesome. That's a great choice. Tetris, yeah, I... I think I was first introduced to Tetris on my Game Boy, as were a lot of people. I know it had equivalents everywhere. Except for the the sound. Uh, They had a different track on the Game Boy version that was way better than the Nintendo version. No kidding. Yep. See, that's why you're here. Drop little nuggets like that. Um, Is Tetris Russian? What is Tetris? Yeah, so the guy who created it, Alexei Pajitnov... Can you just Pajitnov? Yeah. Well, I don't know. No, that's what it looks like. It's Alexei Pajitnov. Yeah. So he actually created the game a long time ago, and uh, I think due to communism, possibly was uh, he wasn't given any kind of compensation really for his game contribution, and it was used for a long time. And just recently, like in the last ten years, I want to say he finally got his comeuppance, and uh, they gave him lots of kind of back pay and stuff like that. Good for him. Yeah. Um, so I want to check that, so cut it out if that's incorrect, but that's how I remember it. <laughs> okay. Let's leave it there. I, I agree with you. Um, I'm going to bring to the table, probably, you, you know, a few minutes ago you referenced uh, Donkey Kong and its extreme difficulty curve. I'm going to mention, uh, in spite of its difficulty curve, thank God for up, up, down, down. You know where I'm going. <laughs> oh, Contra. Konami code. Yeah. yeah. I I love Contra. I think that was the first game I remember socially being able to get with friends over, you know, because obviously if you try... What? Get with friends? (laughs) I remember it's the first game you could... Play with Play with friends. No matter how you say it, it sounds kind of gross. How I say it or just how it's said? (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Uh, But I remember just loving that game. I think that was the first time I've ever stayed up completely through the night playing that game. Uh yeah, awesome. And then all the different kinds of sprays you could have from your gun. And Except for laser, cheese. Laser was crap. Oh. If you had a direct hit, it was all good. But yeah, um, no, that, got, that that one was crap. I like the uh, the spread. Spread, spread yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's a good way to have offense for sure. And uh, that game rolls. And no. so I'm going to say, no, yes, go ahead. Question, uh, were you a fan of the console or the arcade version? Actually, my first experience with it was the console. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I think that one was where I, my memories are. I, I'm a f- familiar with the, the arcade, but 
I just think the console was what I know best. Yeah, and the the arcade version had better graphics, which almost took away from it a little bit for me. Right. I, I don't know about you. Um, but also, that game was insanely hard. Have you ever tried playing it without the Konami yeah. you, code? You can't. You cannot yeah. win. What I like about it, too, is you went from, you know, side-scroller to kind of the, the front. Oh, right. Like, the, yeah. yeah oh, yeah, when you're playing the bosses. Yeah, yeah. and then you shot straight up, There was and there was, like, the jumping up and down. Like, there... Uh, there was a lot of different kinds of games within the game, and that was that was really fun. That's a very valid point, Wayne. Yeah, you're up. Oh, it's me again. Um, geez, you know when you said Tetris, I I kind of selfishly I want to say Doctor Mario because it is to me the best game of all time. Um, but I know that it is kind of one of those games that's a little bit more culty. Uh, you, you only find certain people who just flip out when you say yeah i want to play dr mario uh whereas other people are like what is that and you have to explain it as it's the tetris like game that's a very good point i actually remember my cousin having it and i always thought that cousin was weird <laughs> and i never played that game but i know it, it does have a very like you said cult-like following i wish i could speak to it from personal experience i never got my hands on that one that was a yeah. uh, game boy uh game boy super nintendo regular nintendo uh arcade um, I've seen it on Wii. Yeah, it's it's one of those multi-console, multi, um, like it's multi-platform. In- yeah, thank you. There you go, Brandon. Did you ever play Doctor Mario? I never did. Okay. Which probably means don't tell Wayne this, but that it won't be on our final ten list. <laughs> yeah. Good. All right, my turn. I want to mention a game that was not only breakthrough in graphics. But very controversial. Is that like controversial? <laughs> I recognize that I said that. Very controversial due to the fact that not only did it have realistic graphics for the time, but it was incredibly violent and bloody. And that is the original Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat! Remember that techno version for the movie? God. Yeah. Toasty! Yeah, that game has spawned just a lineage of signature anything's from the violence to the yeah. the gore, like Wayne just toasted in with. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, one of the things to think about is that every time there's a game that's um, really forward thinking, whether it's for sex or violence or anything along those lines, there's always this huge uprising. And then that form of medium whether it's a movie or video game or whatever it becomes kind of iconic in history as what allowed us to take the step forward and i mean just you know to use as an example look at like south park the tv show yeah it when it came out it was dirty it was raunchy but it was a cartoon which people generally thought were for kids and this was a cartoon for adults and it created a lot of controversy and now if you look at south park a, not only is it one of the most popular shows that's ever existed, but B, it's seen as completely normal and it it paved the way for other dirty cartoons and um, movies, stuff like that. That's a very valid point, and that's kind and of what Mortal Kombat is exactly. to the video game world. I never knew there was a blood code before uh, Mortal Kombat, if you'll recall the blood yep. code. Uh, and they had blood turned off, I think, for the, uh, was it the Genesis? Or yeah, the- there's one console that had the blood turned off, and I think you had to use a code to turn it back on yeah right yeah I but mean, the when, other consoles had blood yes but when manufacturers and developers are going out of their way to appease you know concerned parents yeah whether it's a good game or not it's a it's a game changing game no pun no. intended or pun it's, intended. it's a uh historical game absolutely and i'm gonna take the next pick and be uh counterpoint to you but in the same vein you know the Anytime you hear Mortal Kombat, what other game comes up? Street, Street Fighter. Fighter. Echo the Dolphin. But no, yes, uh, Street Fighter. In particular, I don't know anyone who really remembers the original Street Fighter. I do. I know one person, kind of, that remembers the first Street Fighter. I remember seeing it once in arcade, but let's face it, Street Fighter 2 was really the flagship. And uh, yeah, I just, I love that game. Talk about eating quarters. Yeah, Street Fighter 2, what's up? Great uh, game. Spawned awesome movies and uh, like Mortal Kombat <laughs> <laughs> or DOA. Oh my gosh. Beach volleyball. Uh, anyways, yes. Street Fighter 2, iconic. What I re- really remember about Street Fighter 2, 
it had really good sound and I loved destroying cars. I want to know what character you played. <laughs> Most oftentimes I was Ken. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought- M. Bison was my go-to. Yeah. Ryu for me. Yeah. I th- see, that's the thing. Everyone Ryu and Ken were the same. Just different skins and a yeah. slightly different different look. Um, also, a strong second pick, Chung Lee. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She, if anything, just to pause her when she's upside down, you yeah, can see and look the cheeks. The, yep, exactly right. <laughs> I'd also like to point out that like certain games, you can learn a pattern like Pac-Man and, and just dominate. Or other ones took strategy or quick timing. Um, Street Fighter was the game that kind of leveled the playing Skill. field. Yeah. yeah, like you could have someone who was really good, learned all the combos... And then someone would come and play E Honda or or Chun Li, just get and you just in the corner, smash the shit out of those buttons, and they would win. And th- there was an entry level of just like, oh, cool, I can win at this game against someone who plays it all the time. And you'd see them just rage because they learn all those combos so that they could play strategically, and someone would just hit buttons and then beat them. But you know the balancing in that game has gotten so much better over time yeah. to the point now where Street Fighter is kind of that iconic versus game where you'll have entire tournaments based off of Street Fighter. And you can't have that in a game where a button masher can beat someone with skill. So they've gotten to the point now where they probably in the first one or two of them started realizing, okay, yeah, that is an issue where the button mashers can beat those who are spending hours gaining skill at it. And they balanced it out to yeah. the point where that's not No, they've hedged it out definitely, for sure. Yeah, they've actually really refined it over the years. Good pick, Brandon. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, good pick, Brandon. Yeah. Uh, is it my turn now? No, Wayne. We're going in a circle. Oh, a triangle circle. <laughs> a three-person yeah. circle. This is why I didn't do well in geometry. Yeah, me neither. Um, okay, so let's just address the elephant in the room. E.T. for Atari. <laughs> of course. Best game of all time. Breakthrough. Best Breakthrough game I never played. and gameplay. I'm totally kidding, of course. I want to say Bible Adventures on Nintendo. <laughs> Bible Adventures? Yeah. Is that a thing? Yes. It, it is. It is. Not only is it a thing, it's an awesome thing because it's so bad. I don't remember that. So wait, you're throwing out... Yeah, I just You threw out games. a really bad game and yeah. you're like, just kidding. Here's, Here's another, another bad game. <laughs> is there a just kidding after that or is that... There <laughs> is. JK there is. Part 2? Yeah, JK Part 2. Uh, Gerard Pardew. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, in the movie Green Card <laughs> yes. with Annie McDowell. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Random. Yes. Okay. Um, should we mention Pong? I know it's it's thought to be the first uh, arcade game. It was not, by the way. Uh, Computer Space definitely was, which you can see in the movie Jaws, which is cool. Um, but it's, it's so simplistic, yet it was a game that you could play over and over again and it was a game you could play with a cheat code in Mortal Kombat to kind of bring it back That's to... That's right. I do you remember, remember that? that? Yeah. So I remember going over to my friend Devin's house, and we would play uh, Street Fighter... Or, sorry, not Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, and we would put the cheat code in just to play Pong, and we played that more than we actually played Mortal Kombat. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, now is it my turn? <sighs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. Okay. Go ahead. All right. I'm having a hard time deciding between three games, and I'm going to name the games in this, and you'll know why. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game, Mm. the Simpsons arcade game, Mm -hmm. and then the X-Men arcade game. Basically, copy and paste. Right. So, and this is why I have a hard time. That's not a... Four-player games, right? No. (laughs) I'm, uh, no, I mean, like, in that... You know, um, I guess what do you call it? Like a side-scrolling. Yeah, it is game? a, scri- a beat 'em um, up. Yeah, side-scrolling beat 'em up type game where you would usually have the capability to play four players. Um, graphics were pretty much the same across the board. Where, but the nice thing was, was these were some of the first instances where you would have four separate characters that you could choose, all with separate powers. Yeah. So you began to get that, like, oh, I'm going to choose um, Michelangelo over Donatello because I like his moves better, or I'm going to choose... Donatello had more reach with his staff. That's true. I always liked Um, You know, same with with the X-Men video game. You would choose, say, Nightcrawler over Cyclops because you just happen to like his powers better. Yeah. And so the reason I'm bringing all three of those up is because maybe between the three of us, we can decide which one of those we liked the best. I played all of those 
So did a I. A lot. I, dude, I'm legitimately stunted to come up with an answer. I probably played the Simpsons game the most. I think I played the the Ninja Turtles. Me too. The most. Ninja Turtles. I am a Ninja Turtles like fan, as you can see by all the stuff that's hung up in this room not that you, we're the, sitting in. Yeah, the listener. Not you, the listener. Yes. You can't see shit. Um, so, you guys just wanted to say, we'll make the Turtles one? I mean, you could. it's literally a percentile difference right. in my mind as to one, two, and three, if you're bringing up all three, but we're trying to pick one. But yeah, I, w- I would go, I'd go the turtle. Turtles, because okay. I just loved... Shell shocked. I love their comments. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Cowabunga. When you would put your quarters back in, come back to life. Cowabunga. I just, yeah, it was awesome. I'd also say, like, think of uh, the the ages that played those two. Like, Simpsons had more of a cartoonish feel, um, and it definitely had more, uh, you know, safer humor. I guess maybe in 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 the game. Right. Um, so I think it appealed maybe to a little bit younger of an audience. X-Men I felt was the opposite. It was a little bit more um, cool graphics and uh, the, the characters were a lot more in depth. So uh, usually you had the older teenagers kind of playing that game. I think uh, Turtles was right in the middle of the road. Yeah. And the thing I think it just felt real. It felt like the biggest, truest translation from what I had known of the Turtles to the arcade like the simpsons never had maggie stolen by mr burns and True. didn't have to go fight together x-men yeah they do their thing but it doesn't take four x-men to bring down pyro you know what i mean <laughs> pyro was well, a wiener he was one of the bosses i remember uh saber that was a hard fight yes. but i think what felt the most fluid from its source material source that's material into the video game was the turtles because really they always point. fight together you know except when raf goes and gets in grumpy pants mode and goes and does his own thing but they, they kept it pretty together, which I like. Because if you think about it, the Simpsons arcade game has no bounds of being... Like, it has no reason to be created. Though it's a great game, not true to source material, whereas X-Men and Turtles are, and out of those, I'd say Turtles. You know, and my wife has said, sometimes I'm not very thoughtful. I wish she could hear this podcast. <laughs> I'm analyzing 1990, what, like, eight late 80s, early 90s arcade games. <laughs> And talking about like, well, there's just no reason for the Simpsons to be doing what they're doing in the arcade game. That's thoughtful. I don't know what she's talking about. You guys are just still bitter about Batman v Superman, right? I mean, don't, a, don't bring that. Such up. is such is life, yeah. though. Yeah. So Anyone me... who says that movie was good, I just I don't want them around me unless they are willing to apologize. Everything needs an mo, basically. Yeah. Good pick. Good picks, but thank you. So speaking of. The side scroll and beat em ups. I'm taking my pick back to the console, specifically the Genesis is where I play this game the most. A lot of hours playing this game with a lot of friends. Streets of Rage 2. The original Streets of Rage nice. wasn't bad, but Streets of Rage 2 really picked it up and put it together. Um, I don't know what being a kangaroo in the first one was all about, uh, but in the second one, <laughs> you had a pretty cool cast of characters, uh, fighters you could choose from. You even get to wrestle or fight a wrestler, uh, and he was clearly like an ultimate warrior knockoff looking dude. Uh, great game. I just I love that game. Did you guys rage in the streets too? I, I mean, I raged in the streets also a lot, <laughs> but I didn't play that game very much. At least I don't have the memory of it. It's not too late. You can go back and get you know uh, retro emulators now, and that game they will be never on. Never that good. They're ne- yeah, you're right. But well, thanks for rain on the parade, and here to wane on the parade. Nice. Yeah. Cut that out. Um, no, I so I've I've had more Nintendo consoles than I had Genesis. I played Genesis a lot over my friend's house. Um, so Streets of Rage Two was not one that I played a lot. I, I do remember playing it at least once. Um, I, I'd say like River City Ransom or um, uh, Double Dragon were more the Very ones much. that I I played. Yeah. And let's not forget uh, along the uh, side scroll and beat em up platformers, uh, there was bad dudes where after you um, save the president, you get invited in for a hamburger or something like that. Yep. Was that like sexual innuendo, just disguise? I don't think so. Yeah. I think the president. You want to just meet their hamburgers. patties? Wait, he, the president. I'm sorry, I cut you off. What? <laughs> no, I just said I think the president just liked hamburgers. Yeah. Bill I'd... Clinton. Okay, now that's getting sexual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, Streets of Rage 2. The game I'd like to bring up is Legend of Zelda. I know we haven't discussed it yet. It was yet. just a matter of time till someone did, so yeah. thank you for yeah. taking the initiative. Uh, the game was 
game-changing. And yes, I'm going to use that pun. I don't care. I use it's, it too. It's okay. fine. You're welcome to okay. do that here. Uh, what's cool is that the creator has, um, who has done a ton of other games as well that you have all heard of. Um, well, I'm guessing all of you have heard of him. Uh, he based it on his childhood when he grew up in Japan. He was in like kind of a village uh away from major cities and he said he would you know go to these caves and explore all through different things so it, it had this kind of childlike um exploring fun to it but at the same time the, the gameplay was great the the graphics were great the they had a bunch of little cheats like oh did you know if you burn this bush or if you push mm-hmm. this thing um you can get this in fact it was crucial to the gameplay you had to press the right grave to get uh, to the Master Sword, which it rewarded those that had that inside knowledge. And yeah. this is way before the internet, you know, so it's all either word of mouth or just happenstance discovery. Yes, yes. Or- and and going to the schoolyard and talking with your buddies, like, how did you get past this thing? Or oh, did you know if you do this? And you know, kids would always make up things too, and you'd try it, and you'd say that didn't work. Uh, so you had to rely on Nintendo Power as well. Yeah. Um, that was that was great. Every month you'd skip to that one section where it had like little cheat codes like, oh, to get to Mike Tyson, you press in 007-393-5963. I'm not reading that, by the way. I still have it memorized. Oh, it's clear. Yeah. yeah. Just like in Metroid, Justin Bailey, that was the code that get yep. you to the end. It's 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 it sticks with you and it's that that's the kind of impact that game had on me it was it's it's just a great game all around dude god bless Good you for saying that choice yeah because last week we talked about our favorites across all platforms tv comic book characters movies games that was my bronze medal game out of the thousands of games out there the hundreds of those thousands that i probably played that is my third favorite game of all time so you are you're you're gonna be invited back with yes. an attitude like that. Yes, thanks yes. for saying it. Right on. All right, so here's what I'm gonna do for the next game. I'm not gonna say the next game. I'm just gonna say some quotes from the game, and you guys will instantly know which game I'm talking about. You ready for this? Yeah. So much so. The nail in the coffin. Oh, NBA Jam. <laughs> from downtown. I didn't have to go far in that. Crap! One. Now I have to find my next pick because that's literally what I was gonna was say. That that's your good. Next that's pick? fine. I can scramble. Um, but yeah, NBA Jam. Oh, legendary God. console well, arcade. It doesn't matter. You know, they were all great. Freaking rules either way. And do you remember what sticks out the most in a lot of gamers' interaction with NBA Jam? What's no that? Jordan. Yeah, that's right. Why he was, was that? on the original? I don't there know. There was, was some like sort of licensing issue. Something because he was under contract at the time with Nike or something. I don't know specifically, but it had to be something because anytime you would want to be the Bulls, because when that game came out, the right. Bulls were. The oh, team. I always played the Bulls. In and that. then you're like, all right, I'm going to be jo-. Scottie Pippen and Horace Grant? Like, who's Horace Grant? Yeah. I mean, he was a good player for them. But I remember I mean, Larry Bird was killer in that game, too. Yep. I own, I always like to be the hor- uh, the Hornets. You could be uh, Larry Johnson and Alonzo Mourning. The Hornets were a badass team in that. Yeah. Yeah. The game rules. Let's just face it. I, I agree. Hence my pick. Yeah, great pick. What's up, Wayne? Maybe Michael Jordan was uh, recovering from the other shitty game he made where he would uh, throw basketballs at at things, the doors to open them. Oh, right. What is what it? Was Windy that? City? Yeah, because yeah, it had something to do with Chicago because they were really just trying to, I mean, squeeze the teach dry of anything Chicago because they were such a, <laughs> a devastating team at the time and they was just like, on everyone's tongue who even didn't even necessarily have to like basketball, but you knew about Jordan and the Bulls. Chaos in the Windy City. Thank you, Google. Wow. Good pull. Wow, Google. God, I feel like Google knows everything. Yep. Gosh darn, that is a great game. Honestly, that is got to be a consensus top 10 when we put this list together. It better be. And if yeah. it's not by the, our third person that's not speaking right now, we, we can punch him in the face. Yeah, for sure. And I, the, I love that game. It just did its own it was, thing. It, it said, eh, basketball... Is a complicated game. Let's just go two on two and only and have th- three so well. moves. You can do the elbows, the blocks, or and fake and fake yeah. and fake. Remember that you just <laughs> it looks like you're dancing, like like yeah, like an itchy just, anus and had yeah, no arms. Wiggles. Yeah, yeah. You are heating up, Brandon. Yeah, thank you. Uh, but Wait, I am Brandon? gonna 
Both. He meant both, oh, obviously. Good. From uh, both your downtowns. <laughs> Thanks. I'm going to actually... Boom shakalaka. Nice. I'm going to buy a bucket from over here and say... <laughs> you can't, can't buy a bucket, actually. Well, I'm going to. Can't, can't buy a bucket. Well, then what do we do? <laughs> and I love the buzzer. Even the buzzer, I can hear it in my head going off right now, yes. too. I came effing rules. Uh, I am going to say, because I love smashing dwarves and stealing their potions... Oh, I know where you're going with this. Golden Axe. Yep. Yes. I love Golden Axe. Console, of course, it was known first as an arcade game, but I remember playing it on uh, the Genesis as well. That game I is I love awesome. playing as Gimli. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he was like his grandfather. <laughs> pretty much. Actually, Gimli was first because Lord of the Rings was written oh, you know, like half a of lifetime ago. Uh, yeah, Golden Axe for life. And I just love when you can get on those like weird little dragon guys. Yes, One, with, with the, the beaks. Yes. And then some had uh, shot fire. Some had this fire spray. Yes. Uh, yeah, and Death Adder. The very, I mean, that guy was creepy. He yeah. looked, yeah. I just love that game. That game captured my imagination as a youngster. And the potion stealing in between yes. those little weird cutaway scenes where they come and try to steal your potion and you just beat, beat them down. Yeah. yeah, it rules. It's like street justice in some third world country. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember which game played homage to that? A recent, fairly recent game. No. You and I played this game together. Borderlands. Oh, duh. Remember when there's sometimes, very rarely, but occasionally you would open up a chest and this little creature would hop out and just kind of run around in circles and you had to shoot him and and he was super hard to kill. But when you'd shoot him, you'd get all this. That's a very good point. Not potions, but like guns and and whatnot. And that just reaffirms that the people who made that game, 2K made that game, I believe. Just I don't remember. I think is Gearbox or 2K? Maybe it's both. But you can tell it was made by gamers. Just like someone who would want to... Have a fond ode you to their yesterday. You was made by gamers. Yes. Yeah. Totally. For totally. sure. Cool. And I'm, somebody and and folks that were on uh, are really into pop culture. Yeah. No joke. They made a lot of pop culture references in that yeah, game. I'm so loving these last few rounds of picks. It just get me all geeked up and nostalgic. So we went Zelda, NBA Jam, Golden Axe. I don't know if this next round is going to be able to even come close to that as a, a trifold. Should we do one more round? And I think then we'll we narrow should. it down to 10? I think we should. All right, let's do that. Just throw them out there in case it's something we forgot as a group. Wayne. Bring the pain. Bring the pain. Here's your final. Oh, by the way, I'm sorry. I totally hijacked you for a second, but we finally get to say, party on, Wayne. <laughs> party on Brandon's? Yeah, that's yeah a, that works. That's that the works. exact appropriate response. Thank okay. you. And if you were partying with us right now and we had all our retro choices, what would be your final selection? Oh, wow. Your last weenie to roast. My last weenie to roast. You know, I'm going to say, and I know this is our last pick, but Dragon's Lair. Oh, of course. Like, that was such a cool game. And I remember it was the first game I ever played that required 50 cents. And it was... Yeah, that's a really good point. And I was like, oh, man, I could play all these games for a quarter, or I could play this one cool cartoon game for 50 cents. And... It was you were controlling a cartoon with a joystick and a and a button basically, and that was so cool. It's like Saturday morning in a box. Yeah, I remember seeing that going. Oh my god, video games have totally stepped it up a notch. And then of course, when you play it and you realize how simple the gameplay is, you kind of realize how they were able to get that much graphics into a video game. But at the time, you had never seen anything like that before because you look like you were playing a Disney movie. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I'd also like to point out that the uh, princess that you were saving was, and granted, I was playing this game a lot when I was around 13, where hormones were spiking. She was the hottest princess of all video games at the time, so. Oh, no joke. So, I'm going to give her points for just that, or the game points for just her. As far as my memories go, I had never seen QuickTime events before that. Yeah. As you're watching it unfold on, yeah. on the screen, and if you don't hit the buttons in time and do the right sequence... At the right time. Yeah, then your character's gone. Yeah. yeah. And your character, he totally looks exactly like the guy from uh, Sword in the Stone. Oh, his Arthur's older brother. Yes. Yeah, who was yeah. a prick. Who kept on saying, like, Squire! Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Good knowledge. Yeah. Man, friendship is just abound in this room. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh darn. Good final entry. Yeah, yeah, that was good. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> wow so uh, can we after this go over like some honorable mentions of course real yeah quick, we'll, or we yes, just don't please. have to talk about each of we'll them we'll skim but, the surface on um, all those we didn't mention because there's so many that i want to choose but if i have one more then i'm going to have to say mario kart in 90 1992 
the original that's, Mario that's Kart. It's a really hard choice to argue. Because as far as racing games go, um, they were all so similar in, in the style, all of them, up, into, up until Mario Kart, where you took these characters that you were totally familiar with and allowed you to play in a completely different form. And, and also, this was like kind of the first time you get to actually play as some of these alternate Mario universe characters. Yeah, like, hey, you know, the Koops aren't such bad guys after yeah, all. You're yeah, you're right. You could play as them almost as if that was the protagonist of the game, if you wanted that to be. And it was one of the first games where you can actually, in a racing game, play against your friends and family where you're not just racing, you're battling, where you could totally screw over the guy right next to you on the couch. Can we go to Driven Raceway afterwards and bring some like banana peels and turtle shells and just play this in IRL or they what? They would totally kick us out. Okay. By the way, Driven Raceway is a local indoor um, go-kart facility. Formerly a bed, bath, and beyond. <laughs> Makes total sense. It's like the natural progression. Right. Yeah. That's the beyond part. <laughs> <laughs> Great final pick for you. For me, you know, I've no- I'm thinking about some games and I know they're a lot of people's consensus top 10, but if I never played them, I don't want to pick them. You know what I mean? I never right. had. Yeah, this a, is your pick. Yeah, I never had a Super Nintendo console. I had friends that did. So I know Super Metroid is like screaming out. Huge. Because yeah. people love that game, but I never personally played it. I've watched friends play it. I might have jumped on for a level or two, but I never owned it. So I can't pick something I've never owned or played through. That being said, I love. I'm taking it back to the PC now. In fact, this might be our first actual PC entrance, if I'm not sure. Doom. Oh, my bad. Um, so I'm taking it back to that then. Okay. But And we all played this. I played different variations, whether Mac or PC or DOS or what, whatever. Um, Oregon Trail. I yes. knew you were going to choose it. You have to have Oregon Trail, and at least in the discussion. I'm glad you did, because that was one of those games that I was it was killing me not to bring it up. Yeah. Um, I just, you know... It's still referenced like thirty years later. Yeah, and it will. You've died of dysentery. It's yeah. like a common uh, meme now. Yeah, and it's funny still. And it just was. The thing is, is don't tell the kids back then that they're actually learning, because right. that takes away fun. I also, as an honorary mention, kind of piggyback into the educational software. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Yes, I used to love that. I played yes. that game and the TV show with the hit group yeah. Rockapella. Rockapella, do it, Rockapella. <laughs> Well, she do 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 do. I yeah. totally remember playing Carmen Sandiego games and having this like thick like almanac boner, boner. Yeah, yeah. thick almanac covering you my boner yeah, exactly. in school. Yeah. Um. No, but like you would have a hint of something and you were like, oh, those mountains, and you would just you would do the exactly. research and it made you want to do the research. And it's like how smart is that? Yeah, but if your teacher tried to get you to learn about those subjects just like, from like a lecture point yeah, of view you're or like, open screw your you, Miss Finkel, Finkel, Heimer, Stein. <laughs> Very Jewish. Wow. <laughs> I wasn't going for Jewish. It sounded we just lost Jewish. two of the subscribers to this yeah. podcast. Yeah. Our Maybe Hebrew not. friends are, have abandoned us because of your insensitivity. I'm sorry. I was not going for Jewish. One of those uh, subscribers obviously is Mrs. Finkel Steinberg. <laughs> yeah, whatever the hell you just said. Yeah. So, Finkelheimer Stein. Yeah. Props to Oregon Trail and all its incantations. Uh, has to be in the discussion. So now we've got to whittle this very stubby nub of ours of all these games we just mentioned to a sharply tuned stick. Wayne, you've been keeping track of the games that we w- went over. Do you mind just reading them out in a list real quick? Sure. Super Mario Brothers, Tetris, Pac-Man, Oregon Trail, Contra, Turnate, Turnage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Them darn Turnage Mutant <laughs> <Yeah>. Ninja Turtles. <laughs> they took our turns. <laughs> Them heroes in a half, shall oh I tell you? Oh my god, I love Turnage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Dragon's Lair, <laughs> Dragon's Lair, Doctor Mario, Legend of Zelda, Pong, Super Mario Kart, Doom, for the PC. Yes, please. Okay. Uh, Donkey Kong for the arcade, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter Two, NBA Jam, Streets of Rage Two, Golden Axe. And if for Damn. anyone who's listening to this, be like, oh my god, you didn't say Golden Eye. It was nineteen ninety seven. Ninety. 90- 96. It was 1997 when I played it. <laughs> um, and uh, we are trying to go 1995 and prior. So nothing after 1995 is getting through in this conversation. So if there's anything that's a glaring omission in your mind, do your research. If we missed it, then 
Let us know by hitting us up at randomfandomcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at randomfandomwbb. Twitter is good for <laughs> yeah, that. You're right. It was it was 97. I, I know. I'm I am right. But you know it's, what it was? It's not it was, about being right. Um, I was, I was looking up, because um, I was looking that game up, but I was also looking up Mario 64. Yeah. Um, that was 96. that was 96. Yeah. And so I was getting them confused. My bad. It's okay today. So let's whittle it down. Um, are there any that we want to take off the list? I'm, and I don't mean to put Wayne in our sights because he's our friend and he's contributing greatly to this podcast. But I am going to say Dr. Mario is going to have to go by the wayside. Is it your top 10? I'm going to have to agree. Yeah. Yeah. My top 10, I know that it's not going to make... No, but you, it's still worth discussing. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it's the horse that, that is in the race that you know is going to be last. You don't bet on him. But... He's the underdog. He's your favorite. Yeah. Wait, how is a horse an underdog? Wouldn't it be an underhorse? <laughs> All right, so let's let's just okay. nix that. So we'll get rid of Dr. Mario. Okay. Can I... It's okay. You're going to say No Streets of Rage 2, and I understand. It's. I was going to say No Streets of Rage 2. I, I yeah. could see it coming, and it's okay. It's my personal top 10, but we were, like I said, this is consensus. This is like how Congress should work. Yeah. yeah. Here, Wayne, here. Wayne Discussing is... video games. Yeah, it's that simple. Wayne, what do you want to take off? I'm going to say NBA Jam, and and hear me out. It's okay. He's allowed. He's I want to say that um, I'm thinking of these games, if they were put in front of anyone, male, female, old, young, um, really avid gamers, uh, whether they be new school, old school, would NBA Jam stand up? I think for a big portion, yes. For guys like us, anyways. Yeah. In their 30s. But then I think of like Super Mario Brothers is probably going to have more people who go, yeah, all right, I'll play that over NBA Jam. If we're trying to whittle it down to one. I could see that. I could totally see that. Just because we remember it because it was at that exact time in our lives where that became popular. Um, But a millennial nowadays won't notice NBA Jam as a classic game. Versus, they still recognize Tetris, Pac-Man, Mario Brothers, Zelda, stuff like that. Yeah. So I, I I'm totally fine with that. Let's let's nix uh, the NBA Jam. Get I painsta- <laughs> <laughs> I painstakingly agree. I, I see the logic behind that. It will always be on fire in my heart. Um. And if I can throw one out as well, I would I would say Pong. And that's because I want to recognize the cultural significance of it. But if I was to rate, because this is our personal preference as well. Yeah. Um, more, so, I'd say this is our personal preference more than it is the games that we think should be on a top 10 list. This is our top 10 list. Right? Yeah. So I would take Pong out because I think we can all agree that that wasn't super crucial in our lives. Like maybe, maybe for those born five to ten years before us yeah but not necessarily us that's a very valid point you can't okay i'm just gonna say this and someone might not like it you can't have street fighter 2 and mortal Kombat together in a top 10 list oh, i agree so i want to actually just spring up that and have a three-person discussion even if it has to be two versus one but who would you choose would you choose mortal Kombat or street fighter 2 of getting off the list yeah who comes i would off the list? i would lose mortal Kombat if it was me i agree even though actually, Mortal Kombat was my choice. Yes, but between the two. And I'm actually, I would have said Mortal Kombat as well, so it's a clean sweep. All right, well then, Wayne, why don't you take the reins on this next uh, next one? Okay, um, sorry, I'm going to have to say Oregon Trail. Um, not because I don't love the game and think that it was hugely impactful culturally, uh, but it's, again, one of those games where put it in front of 100 people, how many of them are going to play... I think you're going to find the nostalgic uh, part of it, but it's a learning game. Um, and while I love the game, I would, <clears throat> while I love the game, <laughs> I feel it just would not stand up. Fair. If I could make a cut, I would say get rid of Dragon's Lair. Ooh. And here's why. Mm. Well, and then we can, we can totally debate this, but here's why I say that because Though it was breakthrough as far as looking like a cartoon where everything else looked super 8-bit and old school, um, the gameplay was so simple that, once again, kind of like what we just mentioned, would it hold up by today's standards? Good point. I think that is justification and proper justification to give it 
the boot. Um, crap, this is really coming down now. I'm actually going to impose something on myself. Um, one of my picks, but I'm going to bring it up for discussion. I'm going to suggest that either Contra or Golden Axe needs to go. And I really love both games. Obviously, I mentioned them for good reason. But let's have a discussion as to which one you would argue is a consensus. I'd say get rid of Golden Axe, but that's my opinion. You're nodding your head. No, I I, I totally agree. It was was a great game, um, but Contra, I think, is the game that most people like because they had insider information. They They know the Konami code. And often known as the Contra code, right? E- even though you could play it for, I think there was there was a few other uh, Konami games that you could play it for, but it, none of them really stuck as much as Contra. Um, but having that insider information, knowing that you could, you know, multiply your your lives to thirty lives, uh, made people excited to play it because I know a secret. Yeah. So Golden yeah. X, we love thee. Gets the axe. You, oh, nice. oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, so that is our top 10. We're not going to go uh, over them as far as what we think is number one, number two. We just wanted to narrow it down to 10. And let's say them again. That's Super Mario Brothers, Tetris, Pac-Man, Contra, the TMNT arcade game, Legend of Zelda, Super Mario Kart, Doom, Donkey Kong, Street Fighter 2. That's a solid that retro a, list. That is a good list. Now, let's... Um, Real quickly, I'm just going to spit some other ones out there that, that we hadn't mentioned yet. Mentions, Absolutely. Right? Um, Pitfall was one that I wanted to Amen. mention so many times. Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, you had mentioned Metroid before. Yeah. Well, I played the original Metroid, but everyone, not everyone, but it does seem like Super Metroid is perceived as the best in the Metroid series. Um, so I'm just going to read some more um, that we kind of had on this um, runner up list. Asteroid, Final Fantasy, Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Yeah. Right? Love that um, game. Duck Hunt, which. Love Duck Hunt. Was, that was actually a really innovative game for the time because you you were literally, and I still don't know how it works to this day, but you were literally shooting a gun at a CRT CRT monitor. Pretty badass, the technology. I still for the don't time. know how that works to this day. Yet you still can't kill the dog. <sighs> Damn it. I would always you know fire the, the most the rounds at him. Um, Gruff? gruffy wow are you talking about the one that takes a bite out of crime oh yeah i guess i am um um i just wanted to say the dog's name was mr peepers mr peepers that's yep. hard to yell and rage yeah you can't help mr it. peepers <laughs> stop laughing at me <laughs> but i'm gonna laugh with you <laughs> that didn't work <laughs> I, rage laugh yeah rage laugh yeah i want to mention some games too castlevania Yes, oh, yes, of course. Oh, uh, Simon Belmont. Yeah. Wow, I said that way too sexually. Oh, yeah. Simon <laughs> Belmont. You, you it must be did. the whips. Mm. Yeah, he's into some S&M stuff. Yeah. Uh, I also want to give props to Excite Bike. I love oh, that game. Yeah. First game I ever remember having an editor. You could edit your own um, tracks. Right. Yeah. I do. Uh, let's, let's give some... Speaking of editors, yeah. SimCity. Yes. Totally. Yes. Nintendo. Like, that was such an awesome game. Yeah. Once again, I PC'd it myself, but okay. yeah, I love... SimCity's awesome. I remember yeah. like holding out on dinner and my parents saying, come down for dinner. And I'm like, no, I still need to build a residential area over by this airport. Yeah, I, I lost power in this section of the city. Yeah. <laughs> Hold it's on. It's not going to fix itself, mom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then when you can implement on purpose the disasters. Yes. Yeah. I used yes. to love that. And that Godzilla was one of the disasters. Rulage. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, what's up with uh, Rampage? Oh, yeah. Lizzie and the crew. Lizzie was the lizard, of course. Yep. I don't. I forget the other two's names, but yeah, that game was awesome. That game was incredibly repetitive and super repetitive. And did you ever beat it? No, you n- never could. So I did, and I I made it a goal. But I remember being so bored towards the end, going, "Oh, all right, another city of doing the same thing." But I wanted to have that like closure. Yeah. Also worth another mention that we hadn't yet. Let's give some love to Paperboy. Paperboy yeah. was awesome. And the Diddy. Yep. Remember uh, Road Rash? Oh, of course I do. Chains? Yep. And Cubert. Yeah. We should mention something like Galaga, Cubert, some of those real... Space Invaders. Space Asteroids. Invaders, Asteroids, the really old school ones, Centipede. Tempest. Uh, who was the guy who would yell at you and he would try- come and eat your jet? Sinistar. Remember oh, Sinistar? wow. Okay, that, yes. that guy would scream and come at you. Yes. He was like, what are you? He's like a Transformer 
mixed with a star. He was creepy. And his arc, the arcade, his arcade, the arcade cabinet was really cool. I, I remember a buddy actually having it, and it just the the marquee up at the top just looked sinister. And it was like, yes, this is a cool ass game. Awesome. And of course, what list? Well, we've already made our list, but what conversation about a top ten list of retro games would be complete without Mega Man? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Never. Wait, two or. I mean, I think just the character itself, and yeah. then fill in the blank anytime prior to 1995, but I think two is the strongest entry, yes. for sure. Yeah, the franchise was great, but number one, just not as good as number two, for Yeah, sure. they refined it a lot in number two. Ninja Gaiden, another one? Yes. Love that game. Frogger. Frogger. Dude, you're a frogger. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Star Fox, the original Star Fox. Yeah. So. I love retro games. Yeah. I love the memories. Uh, can I also throw out uh, Burn Cycle for CDI? It was, Whoa. yeah, no, that was that's, a cutty one. That's specific, but it's still worth a mention, yeah. But I still remember the commercial on TV where there was a crazy guy on the bus and he was like, don't you hate it when you get to the big gold boot and you pick the leave with the virus on it? <laughs> I don't remember that at I all. I don't either, but hopefully someone out there does. Yes. By the way, thanks for listening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that was just under the wire. That was 1994. Yeah. Wow. You know what game I would love to mention, but I just since I thought about it, it was came out three. It's three months too late. It came out March of ninety six. Oh. Props to Resident Evil, the original Ooh. Resident Evil. Yeah, it came out nineteen ninety five in Japan when it's Biohazard, but by the time it released stateside under Capcom, uh, United good. States. Yeah, that ninety six. But choice. if we ever do a ninety six and <laughs> beyond, we uh, do ever do a semi retro. Yeah, game? yeah, yeah. I love the original Resident Evil, but gosh darn. And you know what? If you ever go back to play it, uh, PlayStation 1, not the same technology as PlayStation 4 or any of the other uh, subsequent ones, it is so slow with all the cutaways and the like, stairs. Yes. Super slow. But yeah. it is a fun game. I'm not going to say that it's not a great game. For sure. So maybe we should um... put this to bed. Good night, retro games. I'll see you in my <laughs> dreams. I'll see you in my memories. So, you know, we had a lot more on the agenda to discuss today. There's some news that we wanted to talk about, but I think we're going to have to save that for next week because uh, our, our top 10 list creation, very, very important, took precedence because we are making history here. Because everybody loves lists. Yes. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's not enough top 10 lists. It really isn't. Out there in the world. What's your top 10 top 10 list? <laughs> I, dude, you could easily make one. You could. So, um, so we'll skip on that. We'll do that next next week. But in the meantime, in the meantime, let's just get going right on to our shadow of the synopsis. Mm, let's do a two on one. Uh, being that there's uh, three of us, I'm going to give you guys a shadow of the synopsis. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Y'all ready so for this? For, well, for those who are brand new, welcome. Uh, but Brandon's going to read us a synopsis. It's going to be a synopsis of a movie, TV show, video game, comic. It could be any of those. Uh, and we've got to guess what that is just based off of the synopsis and usually no characters are named or anything like that. Yeah. We try to be as generic as possible to protect the identities. So let me just give you guys a heads up. This could be uh, across an, any number of platforms. Okay. All right. But hopefully you can narrow it down. Uh, I'm going to have to use some generic terms. I'm not going to use any names, but basically here's, and I'm piecing this together. Go ahead. So a gifted soldier this man becomes a top operative in the United States Secret Service, which led him to the Central Intelligence Agency, and then finally to a secret organization called the U.S. Security Group. They're an elite task force with jurisdiction domestically and in foreign situations. He becomes a sniper based on his military experience until one day he's betrayed in Botswana. He arranges a deal in the afterlife to become an agent of hell with the exception that he'll be allowed to see his wife again for one last time. Um, okay, so he was betrayed in Botswana. He died, went to hell. Yep. And then made a deal. Made a deal basically with, with the devil. With the devil. More or less. To uh, be like a hell servant type thing? Yeah. In exchange hell boy? I'll, you you tell me when you have your final answer. You get one, you get one, and then I'll tell you if you're wrong. Well, right. I'm also thinking of... Um, and he wants to see his wife one last time. Oh, God. Um, like Constantine or something like that. Mm. Who... Mm. Oh, no, he's 
fighting. Uh, Wayne, any ideas? Because you, your your first uh, thought was Hellboy. My one of my first thoughts was Constantine. So I'll give you one little hint that. Well, wait. Should, should, if we don't, so let's not give a hint unless we're we've given up and thrown in the towel. Okay. This is a really good one. It's kind of generic too, which is I like about it. Okay, well, let's choose one of ours. Okay. Um, I know it's not Hellboy either. I I just go in with the the deal with the devil. Okay. Um, I don't think it's Constantine because in any of the iterations of Constantine, I never see him with weapons. I I guess we're giving up. Okay, so you say Hellboy, you say Constantine. Yeah. Okay. You you both have good reasons as to why you said what you said you're both wrong so let me give you a hint and see if you can get it on the rebound okay okay i'll give you a few hints so this guy's from detroit his eminem re- <laughs> yep his real name is al simmons nope okay and um he was played in a movie wait a minute is this spawn yes fuck it I w- knew there was something I was missing, and I know that you're a fan of Spawn. I should. I love Spawn. I should have got that. Developed by Todd McFarlane originally for Image Comics, and then of and course even talked they made video game. They made a very violent video game back in like the PlayStation Two era. I don't remember. You can that rip off dudes' arms and beat them to death with it. Uh, they also had, of course, comics. That horrible movie and Spawn was a Saturday morning cartoon for a quick, I think, season I or two. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, that's I, when I, I was saying he's I across. I remember all. thinking the movie was okay. John Leguizamo. Yeah, well, he was, to me, the only good part. And then Michael J. White, who made uh, Black Dynamite, which we know and love. Dude, that movie is awesome. Movie rules. So anyways, you got on the rebound, but I guess we're both kind of... These last two weeks, I missed yours. You guys missed mine. You had mentioned, you are like, I'm disappointed I didn't get it on your last time. I'm super disappointed because I feel like I should have known that. Right, yeah. And I was trying to be pseudo-generic. Spawn had an awesome line of toys, by the way. They were very dark. They weren't like the fun, shiny Marvel bright toys they were dark and i remember my violator he was Your vibrator yeah it was in the, also called the violator yeah it was in the form of violator <laughs> his like horns had did some really weird things anyways that's this week in shadow of the synopsis hopefully we'll get back on track next week good gap good 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 gap good game good job we were talking about vibrators and he it yeah, just it, kind it, of he just cemented itself it fell into place nice eh. All right, so let's get out of here with an awesome quote in geek history, and we're going to turn to our special guest, Wayne, who's provided so much awesome knowledge and friendship and sexiness. He's going to take us into this week's awesome quote in geek history. Sure. So this uh, quote is from War Games, which is a great uh, movie from 83, I think. Uh, It's when the computer is actually asking him if he wants to play a game uh, and he decides to choose one of the more complicated games, even though the computer advises him otherwise. All right, let's hear this. Shall we play a game? Oh. <laughs> I think I missed him. Yeah, weird, isn't it? Yeah. Love to. How about global thermonuclear war? Wouldn't you prefer a good game, Chef? Later. Yeah, and I love how in that clip, the loudest part of it is the keys. Because remember how the keyboards back were back yeah. in the day? They had like six inches of airspace between the actual push down on the board and where your finger was. <laughs> it was like... <laughs> you know, one of the things uh, I love about... Megusta. Um, the techie people or hackers in movies is that they're always doing things via the keyboard never touching any sort of mouse they're hacking in by just smashing that's different a really buttons. good point where is the mouse in those situations well in swordfish you can drink wine walk around and hack cubes it's it's as a web designer i can tell you brandon that's how it works oh wow especially here in wine country i yeah. guess i yeah. guess i need to watch swordfish again um for it's just holly that every time i watch it yeah I go to one part and I just watch it over and over and over again. Sure. But if you do want to actually end up making your website, this is what you need to do. It's primer. I need to learn keyboard shortcuts for hacking. Yeah. Yes. Well, we have had a lot of fun. Hopefully you liked at least part of what you've heard us talking about today. It was fun having Wayne. Thank you for coming by and talking memories and video games with us. We'll have you back soon. Thank you. So we'll get back to you next week and we'll be up to date with news and stuff. 
And in the the meantime, please, like I said earlier, reach out to us. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, and something you would like to hear us get into. Randomfandomcast at gmail.com. We will respond quickly because... We have nothing better to do. Yeah, and we get automatic updates on our phones. It's not hard nowadays to reach out. And you can find us on Twitter. We're at RandomFandomWBB because we love the WB network so much. Yeah, so much so that we put an extra B at the end. Yeah, of it. Warner Brothers Brandons. Warner Brandon Brothers. I think that's what it stands for. Oh, <laughs> we're Brandon Brothers. That actually kind of sounds very sweet. Oh, W stands for we. So we're Brandon Brothers. Brandon or Brothers. Wayne. Oh, that's Wayne. A, any given week. Is yeah. A Brandon Brothers. So, anyways, thank you so much for listening. Until next week, and we'll be back to talk it up with you. Thanks for being a fan of our fandom. Thank you, guys. Thank you. With 8-bit gaming on my TV screen, it's kind of hard being a gamer born in 83. But I, somehow, some way, keep playing them old school consoles like every single day. May I play yeah. a little something that is retro, Atari, yeah. Commodore, or Coleco. Two in the morning and the game is still going cause I'm living at home. Land party in the living room, turning it on and they ain't leaving till six in the morning. So what you wanna do? Shit, I got Nintendo and Atari and a virtual boy too. So turn on the game and close the door. Both game genie. We can load them codes, yeah. So we gon' blow some cartridges. Duck hunt contra while you motherfuckers bounce to this. Pixel sound and beeps on Nintendo. Sippin' on Mountain Dew. Play that with my hand on the joystick and the joystick in my hand. Pixel sound and beeps on Nintendo. Sippin' on Mountain Dew. Play that with my hand on the joystick and the joystick in my hand.